Welcome to Friday Vibes. No scripts, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. Now your hosts, me, Alex Baer with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. All right, welcome to episode 53 of Friday Vibes. I am your co-host, unmuted co-host. Wade is my muted co-host. You got to unmute yourself there. It's a good slide in without him actually talking and no one can hear us. And uh, this is episode 53. We have a special guest that we're going to be bringing on in a minute or two. But before we do that, Wade, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's Friday. Uh, you can see some buildings in the background, which is nice. Uh, I, I think we're getting to the point where it's starting to stay a little light later, right? Because usually it's dark about this time. So that's a good sign, right? It's a great sign for people that golf. Um, because, you know, for a few months from literally daylight savings, when that went into effect in September through December, it was getting dark at like 4 or 15 p.m. So if you're not starting your round at 11 a.m., you ain't finishing. So the golfers are rejoicing in celebration for longer days. Right on. Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's uh, go through a couple laundry list items. So number one, five stars. We're at 74 right now, 74. So we are 26 away, if my math is correct, uh, from getting to 100. Make sure to go on Apple Podcast and give us five stars. When we get to 100, we will be the second biggest CPG podcast in North America. We're crushing Chile. We're crushing New Zealand. We have, we have North America in our sights. We're, we're conquering everywhere else in the world except our base, which is interesting. So, Well, um, we're, we're starting small, and it's crawl, walk, run, right? So we are going to conquer the U.S. We're just, you know, we're spreading out, and we're going to bring it all in. <laughs> exactly. We're going to flank the yeah, U.S. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so uh, there's that, and also make sure, uh, just on a on a, another side note, um, if you would like to sponsor our podcast, either with um, you know product or a service, um, or if you'd like to be a guest on our show, uh, we're gonna have a link to a Google form. We're going Google now. We're not doing Friday Vibes 100 anymore. I'm gonna get that Google form, Wade, and I'm, and we can uh, post a link right here in the comments. And then you guys can actually fill out the Google form if you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Keen's kicking ass or new vibe man. She's doing great. She's going, she's off and running. Yep. All right. So our guest, without further ado, uh, I'm just reading this off LinkedIn, no preparation at all. Um, I just literally pulled it up three minutes ago. I mean, I talked to this guy on the phone. I know his story and uh, he's just a serial entrepreneur has had a, quite a few successes. Um, he's on stage rapping with Vanilla Ice and, and doing songs with him. Uh, he's the chief energy officer of Joyburst, which is they're partnered up with Vanilla Ice as an ambassador. And uh, he's also chief executive officer of No Sugar Company, and he is native to Canada. So without further ado, Brad Woodgate, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. So uh, you are... I'm assuming you're in Canada right now, right? I am. I'm in the Great White North. Uh, we're just outside of Toronto. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's cold as hell. 
uh, it seems like you and Wade may be on the same, is that longitude or latitude? I never, I always get those things confused. The one that goes this way. Um, anyway, it, I see it, the same side of the country in the same time zone. That's, that's about as technical as I can get. Yeah. And what I, I was going with that is like your backgrounds, you know, your, the windows, right. It looks like it's getting kind of the same kind of dark yeah. when over here it's still light. Cause I'm in California. So, yeah. Yeah. The California coast. I used to live there and, uh, fond memories, but, um, yeah, back here and, uh, it's cold and it's later. Yep. Right on. Well, um, you know, we're going to shout out some comments eventually, so we'll reset the room, but I think I just, everyone wants to know more about you. You know, you were, uh, you've been in the CPG space a long time. Um, LinkedIn, you have a lot of followers here. You've been getting bigger and bigger, more active on LinkedIn. Just tell kind of a quick long elevator, let's say going up the empire state building story <laughs> about you and your background and your brands. Yeah, so I started being, uh, I was an entrepreneur right out of college, university. Um, so I started a company, a sports nutrition company with my brother in 2000. Uh, it was called Next Care at the time, which they got turned to Well Next Life Sciences. It was a sports nutrition and weight loss brand. Um, so it was, you know, the typical entrepreneurial experience, uh, very challenging. Uh, three or four years, you know, we didn't, now we obviously didn't get paid to work we we actually paid to work by using up some of our life savings to to put into the business and you know it was a really challenging three or four years and we got a break with gnc here in canada uh which you know general nutrition stores we were able to turn that break into national exposure in the u.s and kind of grow from there and then we were able to get into eventually Walmart uh, with our weight loss brand SlimQuick. So that really changed our kind of our trajectory, being able to have mass um, representation and distribution. Uh, and so I still actually own that business today. Uh, so I've had that business now for 22 years. I bought my brother out in about 2015. So I own it um, fully. And then in 2019, I saw an opportunity to get into the food confectionery space with the No Sugar Company. So I launched the No Sugar um, brand that plays in, you know, we kind of have five pillars of categories that we play with. We call them Haba, Health and Beauty, Confectionery, Frozen, uh, Dry Grocery, and then obviously we have the beverage side. Uh, and so under the beverage, even though it's now it's technically a sister company, uh, I started a energy drink or beverage drink company called Joyburst in 2021. Uh, and therefore, here we are today. So as it stands, I kind of have three businesses under my belt. Um, I have a great team that works with me. Uh, things are really busy because we try to do things unconventionally in terms of from a marketing perspective. And I would say we try to do things unconventionally from an innovation perspective. We're heavily, heavily uh, in an innovative company, both on the product side, the marketing side. And I would certainly say even on the sales side of things um, with the way that we get to the market with our products. Cool. Right on. And uh, I think we talked about a little bit on our phone call uh, about a month ago, but also like you're, you got into the energy space. Um, energy space, you know, started 25, 30 years ago with Red Bull. You have a better for you energy drink. There's a lot of other better for you energy drinks. So what's the point of differentiation on your product? And then obviously you can talk more about this vanilla ice 
like dun, 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 dun. like they talk dun, more dun, about dun, that dun, as well. Dun, dun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, the energy drink space was something that I've always been interested in, to be honest with you. Uh, most successful energy drinks comes from the sports nutrition uh, base, like Alani News, Celsius, Bang Energy. They're all from sports nutrition. Monster had a bit of a play in there as well. Um, but it's always been of interest to me. I just knew that to gain market share amongst uh, Red Bull and, and Monster, you had to have one of two things. You either had to, to have the pockets to be able to withstand the marketing that's necessary, or you would need to have uh, an opportunity for distribution. And so I felt in 2021, after 21 years of doing my own thing with both Wellnex and No Sugar, that there was an opportunity for the better for you category to get into. And I felt with our distribution partners of Costco and Walmart, who we had you know, built up such a, a, a strong um, business for them, they would give me an opportunity to get into this crowded space. And so with that, we did something really unconventional. And, you know, we, we shot for the stars and we did a, a national Super Bowl commercial last February in Canada. Uh, and that allowed Costco Canada or that uh, uh, made Costco Canada bring in the product to support that type of marketing investment. And then with that type of marketing investment and that opportunity, we made it successful in Canada. And then we've gone on to launch into Costco U.S., where, you know, the biggest of the biggest boys play and Walmart and we're growing out our distribution in HEB. We just launched in Texas and we have a bunch of exciting uh, gas and convenience channels and grocery stores that we're launching. So it really was, you know, something that I felt that I could accomplish at this time uh, based on having 21 years to, to get here. But it is like it's a problem. Like I'm it, to compete in that market. It is really, really cutthroat. Uh, it is really, really challenging. And the marketing and the shipping and the efficiencies and the things that go with it to make it successful are really, really, like really challenging. So um, I got my hands full. Um, I'm lucky that I, you know, that type of stuff excites me. I enjoy the challenge of it. But, you know, there's everything from The Rock with ZOA to, you know, Celsius, who's been around for 21 years and now they're on fire. And then obviously the two big players. But, you know, we're launching in Mexico, in Costco. We're launching in Australia. So we got some good distribution partners, but make no mistake about it. It is a challenge for sure. Yeah, it, it seems to me like in Wade, you can kind of echo on this where when I see brands and how they actually take off and how they're successful is there's the packaging, obviously. There's the taste. The product has to taste good. The packaging is there, but it has to move off the shelf. You can get in the stores. How do you actually move it off the shelf? And it's really involved. What it what what the recipe is, is having a really great team, which you mm -hmm. just said, right? Having yeah. people hitting the stores, yeah. uh, VP of sales, sales managers, knowing exactly where the product is being placed, forming great relationships with the buyers. So it seems like what I'm getting at is to win in such a crowded space, packaging and taste and having a great name is not enough. It's the team that executes on the ground level, right? Yeah, you'll see that, you know, so many of these uh, energy drink companies are, you know, the packaging and the taste is one thing and the marketing campaign is another. But you have to be lethal in terms of its distribution and when those opportunities present itself. So if you look at, for example, um, with like with Bang Energy, you know, I studied them as much as I possibly could and realized and found out that when Monster changed their DSD um, 
partners, Bang looked at that opportunity to really jump on those DSD partners nationally and take up that space because Monster went in a different direction. And then similarly, you know, when Bang recently went with Pepsi, uh, Celsius took their 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 space. And so these are really kind of like strategic moves that are far beyond marketing to the consumer, far beyond the taste, far beyond the packaging. It's really understanding the landscape of when to strike and looking at the competitive landscape, not just in, in the US, but globally, and seeing where you can make those partnerships happen. Because at the end of the day, to be honest with you, you know, in the energy drink category, there hasn't been really that much that has changed. Ultimately, people want to have a good tasting energy drink that gives them energy through natural caffeine or synthetic caffeine. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a lot about marketing. Uh, it's a lot about maybe better for you ingredients. But the big play, obviously, in this category is understanding the distribution that you need. And then once you get the distribution, making sure the sampling program, the marketing programs are pulling it off the shelf. But there's like, you know, I, I, I go to a retailer and I say, look, you know, I understand I'm the 1731 energy drink brand in the USA as it stands. I get that. You need me like a hole in the head. So you are doing me the favor by helping support this brand. These are the things I'm going to do to grow the category. Do you believe in those things? And this is what I've done on No Sugar, and this is what I've done on Wellnex. But ultimately, you're doing me the favor. And so if I can be as transparent and honest as they say, you know, people come in there like, I got the greatest, best energy drink, and it has all these bells and whistles. At the end of the day, you know, <clears throat> Red Bull and Monster said everything you possibly can say in this category. So you need to bring something a lot more different than that. You need to say, look, this is specifically in the account that in your account that I'm going to do tactically, whether it's buy two for five, whether it's a demo program, whether it's an end cap, whether it's a vinyl cling, whether it's a sampling team, you need to figure out each and every store why if they're giving you the favor, what, you know, what are you going to do for them in return? And then on top of that, you know, I think that my partnership with Vanilla Ice, uh, we have partnerships with other artists that we have that are coming on board. Uh, we're taking that, you know, musician artistic uh, approach that, you know, Red Bull can have the extreme sports and Monster and them can have the extreme sports. We really want to go after the, you know, artistic format, music, song. We feel that that gives us the largest scope we possibly can. So we have a lot of exciting projects coming on. Um, one of them being that we're, we'll, we'll be announcing soon a national talent search for the next greatest artists. Will there be a Joybird sponsored competition? There'll be an open mic. Uh, and so that will be a big, you know, social media initiative for us. But it's really doing things like that that are different to bring in new eyeballs into the category. If I go up to a retailer and say, hey, like, I'm going to sponsor another motocross. They're like, I got that customer. Like I've had that customer for the last 10 years with Red Bull Monster. You're going to give me two more people. What I want, if you give me someone from Spotify or Apple iTunes or at a concert because, you know, Vanilla Ice or whatever does a hundred concerts a year. And there's like a million, you know, there's like a million people in his, amongst all of his shows uh, that are going to see Joy Burst every single dime and then taste the product. That's a different program than anybody's bringing to the table. So th those things help differentiate yourselves but ultimately, it really is. You have to be just so laser focused on building out that distribution. I think I was going to touch on that distribution piece because you've talked, uh, you know, <clears throat> I haven't been as uh, intimately involved on that side of it 
for the last four or five years because of where I've been and what I've been doing. But, um, you know, going back, uh, you know, when I started in, in the corporate world with regards to distribution, you know, they're typically there's the big three, right? There's Coke, there's Pepsi and there's uh, Dr. Pepper 7-Up, depending on what part of the country you're in. Right. And then uh, Anheuser-Busch started climbing up. Right. And doing a lot of the non non-alcoholic stuff energy drinks and things like that. So now you've got like this four pronged approach coming at you. And to your point, you know, you'd see one switch from Pepsi to AB or Pepsi to Coke and, you know, and it was just kind of going all over the place. And then ultimately you, as, as sales for CSD carbonate soft drinks, Coke, Pepsi, whatever, it started to go down, you started to see their focus going more on to these more better for you categories, whether it was waters or energy drinks or something like that. And, and, and in time they started gobbling up some of these things. So how do are you're currently, who are you currently using as a distribution partner for joy burst? Uh, is it, is it one of those, is it Pepsi or Coke or. No, we're, <clears throat> I don't want to, you know, I never say never, but I'm like, we're going direct. So okay. we strategically picked accounts like Walmart, like Costco, like HEB, uh, like potentially Albertson, wink, wink, different accounts that we feel we can go direct uh, and and uh, but also initiate the merchandising program in store that we need. We are building out our DSD by state, so we have about 14 different states now who've committed to the Joyburst brand, not only on the energy drink side, but also on the beverage, on the alcoholic side. And so we're building that out ground by like on the ground floor DSD, like literally back of trucks and getting in front of stores. But the ultimate success is going to be where you combine the two of them, where you built out your own team that's reliant to you. You're not going with the big boys where you're going to be like second, last on their truck. And you're initiating the uh, buy-in at a, at a head office corporate level, but the actual merchandising to some of these stores that you can't go direct are being handled on the DSD side. And so that's what we're doing. Um, you know, I, I've been in a fortunate position that, you know, with the early success of Wellnex Life Sciences, uh, financially, I, you know, I've never done these things for financial purposes. I have a passion just to build businesses and I find it a lot of fun and the challenges. Don't get me wrong, it's, it's very stressful, but I do these things because this is what just, if, I, if I, someone said, what do you wanna do with your life? This is what I'd wanna do. So I don't have the same financial constraints that I need to say, hey, my goal is to get onto Pepsi's truck, sell this business. Like, that's not what I do this for. So if I have to take a slower approach or a more aggressive approach, uh, but I want to build this out as best I can the right way. And that's why I never say never on something, but it's my, my plans right now are, are to build this uh, with my DSD partners, my retail partners, and create the demand that I own that distribution network and not have to be relied on someone else. Yeah, I, yeah it makes perfect sense. And, you know, I see a lot of uh, brands, I'll, I'll, they'll remain, you know, nameless, um, where they go on a Coke truck. I mean, the the, the, the the one that I think was the most famous one that we all know about is when Suja, right? They got a minority investment from Coke and it was supposed to be, it was when Jeff Church, right, was a CEO there. He's since moved on to form Rowdy Energy Drink, um, mm -hmm. which is ironic. But mm -hmm. but he basically, it was a three-year deal for Coke to take over Suja. Yeah. And so they put in this money. They said, we're going to put in money over three years, go from minority, minority, and then majority. And Suja started going on the Coke trucks. And that's when they're, again, you know, not bad mouthing anyone. It's just the reality. Their distribution just fell apart. They were out of stocks. Coke was not putting them at the top of the list. Coke makes 
billions from their sodas. They make billions yeah. from I think <clears throat> they, own, they own Tropicana or one of the orange juices. They make billions from that. Mm-hmm. They make a hundred million from Suja if, yeah. if they were lucky. Yeah. So like it was so so low on the totem pole. So when um, you know Coke exited out of that deal and then Suja took it back over and raised more money. That's when they saw more creativity and success, and they took over their own DSD. Is that like that's it's fucking hard, right? Like yeah. I'm just I'm asking you, like to have DSD and you're all over the country and you have five, ten thousand oh, stores. It, 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 like I said, like and this is my third job, right? Like the, right. like the No Sugar Company. Uh, that's a behemoth. It's one of the fastest growing food companies. We have innovation coming, just uh, you know, bonkers. And so this is something that I'm building up my team as well to take on. Like just the logistics of it is, mm-hmm. you know, we have, you know, six manufacturers going 24 seven all across the country. <laughs> uh, the logistics of it is, is insane. Palletization's insane. Uh, you know, recycling laws in different states are insane. Like everything, you know, different countries legal, it's all of it is really, um, really crazy. And, you know, you really have to stay committed to it. But I mean, to your point, like, I look at things like if you look at Celsius, you know, Celsius is a publicly traded company. So if you look at the CEO of Celsius and they recently did a deal with Pepsi, I look at that and I'm like, that's a great deal for the CEO of Celsius because the market, the street took that deal as being very positive. The market cap grows and he as a CEO benefits from that deal. But in my opinion, getting on the Pepsi truck in the, in the age that in the life cycle where Celsius is at now may make them go, you know, at the beginning, they'll have an initial surge, but then it'll take its yeah. proper place in that rotation of where it'll go on Pepsi's truck. And joy so, burst, joy burst takes their place. Could be. So, so all of those, all of those things, all those deals that you see, you have to very look at the intricacies of why it's happening and who's benefiting it from it realistically. And as I said, you know, depending on what your what your goals are, my goals are not, you know, they're a bit unusual. They're not driven solely financially. So I don't have to look at short term profits per se. I can take my time as long as this is something I'm still really enjoy doing. Exactly. Um, I'm going to reset the room. Um, just a couple, couple mentions, and this is actually really ironic as well. It just happened to land. Uh, this is, this episode is, is sponsored by Guru Energy, which is, <laughs> it's just random. We just slotted in and then like we added you as a guest later. And then I didn't even, I just realized that's it, no preparation on the show. Like we have, we have an energy sponsor, energy drink sponsor. That's not not uh you know not your brand right well so not, not they're, they're they're um they're canadian uh yeah. and so anybody who's canadian and and wants to get in the crazy business of energy drinks i have a lot of respect for i think they're go. great they've been there for a long time so I, i'm more than happy for them to be sponsoring the show that i'm on and i wish them nothing but the best love it love it great, great answer great answer um so yeah. So anyway, um, they're the sponsor. Now, part of the, the show is that we are going to be talking about a lot of things, a lot of subjects. We're going to pick something out in the middle of this episode that we said and or did. And we're going to we're going to have it as a trivia question. So everyone make sure to pay attention. You'll win. Um, I, we don't have it in here, Wade, but let's call it. it. I've okay, got it. good. I think it's a case, right? A case or two cases um, of the guru. Uh, keep going. Five cases. Three, five, five cases. OK. And. and- an osprey backpack and a backpack okay yep. so 
we're gonna we're gonna go back to this later. Let's put a pin in it. But uh, Brad, if you'd like to offer a prize of your own to make it a co-sponsorship on the show, um, doesn't that you don't have to bring the backpack? I mean, that's a guru thing. But if there's a cases of product, or you can do no sugar plus plus the energy drink, whatever you want to do, think about that, and we'll come back to it at the end of the show before you jet. Sounds good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reset the room um, there. It's really interesting we are getting less comments and I'll tell you why, because people are listening to you and, and like our conversation, they're very enthralled and very like tuned into it. So people are just listening and absorbing and soaking in all the experience you have. And so there's less questions. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to shout out the questions or the comments that are on here. Um, let's see here. I'm going to go back a little earlier and this is part of what we do on the show. Uh, Brad, as we're just uh, shouting out, even if they're comments about the weather, we just want to let people know that their voices are heard. We love everyone that follows the show and listens. And we love everyone that's in the um, CPG space because we know how hard it is and how hard you have to work to succeed. So Dima Mararu, the Guru Energy guy in LA today, it's like, I'm sure he's, he's just taking notes right now. Um, <laughs> he's like, shit, I can't keep up. Okay, so in LA today, it's like summer here in LA, okay? Yeah, that's right. And Dima, shout out to you. You sent me a picture of buying Genius Juice in LA. So thank you for that, brother. Love you. And what else? What else? What else? Michael Bendos, my people. He's with Quantum Energy. A lot of energy on the show today. Kenny Hausman digging the pre-live music. All right, let's keep going. Happy Friday, David Delcourt. Grown as Mac. Met him at Fancy Food Show. Uh Website, joyburst.com. Someone hates sugar. Michael <laughs> Michael Bendos, the Joyburst packaging is great. Uh, Hank Watt, also interesting. Hank Watt has a product, Brad, um, called, it's called the berry. You can post it, um, uh, Hank, what it is. But you eat this berry, and after you, you spit the berry out, it's this berry from a, you know, some foreign country. Whatever you have that's sour turns into sweet. Oh, so you cool. can eat, you eat the berry and then yeah. you can, you bite into like a lemon. That's part of his demo. You bite into a lemon and the lemon tastes like an orange. Oh, it's cool. crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, as I said, I, I'm, I'm pretty vocal on, on, on LinkedIn. I love entrepreneurism. I love people who get after it. And so whether they're a competitor or they're not a competitor and they've just tried it, you know, I have nothing but respect for those individuals because it's, it is such a tough winding road. And, um, you know, as, as long as there's the fight to try to, you know, reduce lower sugar, I'm all for it. And, you know, even if competition overtakes me, that means it's better. I've, you know, I've been blessed enough to be, as I said, financially viable. So to do this, it's really just a passion of mine. And so the more people in the space competing and bringing, you know, new innovation, I think it's all good. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I like to welcome competition, especially if you have a niche product because you're building the category together. If totally. if you're the only product on the shelf that's doing a certain function or benefit and no one else is doing it, that's a really bad sign. And <laughs> someone like Wade, right? Or Wade's, you know, people that are working with Wade. If you see a product that's on their own, no one else is doing it, that's kind of a cause for concern, right? For the category. Sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. Watermelon water is a really good example of that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I loved watermelon water. Um, did, I don't know if it was up in Canada, Brad. Do you ever taste I didn't watermelon see it. water? No, I mean, I've tasted watermelon, but not yours. 
Yeah, so this is a, a brand that came out in 2013 um, and they were like got a bunch of money. They got VC money and they were just watermelon water. It was watermelon water, filtered water and lemon. Beyonce invested. So okay. I'm mean, talking about big stars. And uh, but the problem was they could have had 10 Beyonce's and Metallica and, you know, and, you know, Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. There could have been five stars, you know promoting it, it still wouldn't have succeeded because it just never became a hot category. Right. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Couple more comments. There it is. Nature's it. wild berry. Hang on. I'll take a look it's at that. Genius juice, best smoothie. Couple more comments. So as soon as I said, no one's commenting, everyone started to comment. Right. <laughs> so Michael Bendos question is LinkedIn premium business worth the spend. <laughs> I, I I'll take it first. And then Brad, I'm going to pass it to you. And then Wade, you know, if you have anything to say, I love from a brand standpoint, I love LinkedIn premium because number one, we're, I'm running two different podcasts, one with Wade and one just by myself. I can reach out to potential guests and sponsors without them being connected to me, which is cool. LinkedIn premium, you can, you can message people even if you're not connected. If you don't have LinkedIn premium, you can't, it's blocked. Yeah. The other thing that's cool is you can reach out to decision decision makers, investors, buyers, you know, say hello, get them to be aware of you, and then they connect with you when you message them. So I I think it's worth it. It's $79 a month, I think, or $80.99 a month. But um, Brad, do you have LinkedIn? Yeah, no, I, everything you just said, I echo. I mean, it's if you're going to be in the business or entrepreneurial game, these are kind of investments into what's necessary to hit, you know, even if you get one contact every two years out of it, that's, that's, that's worth it. I mean, it's, it's money well spent. Yep. It's, it's, I was going to say, it's only like a thousand bucks a year. So, you know, and, and from a business standpoint, I think it makes sense. No doubt about it. Um, so Brad, I wanted to talk a little bit about the marketing aspect and, and obviously, you know, the, you mentioned Vanilla Ice is, is your your partner in, in, you know, as far as marketing and whatnot in the shows. And I know uh, I know Liquid Death is doing things with Live Nation. What have you I mean, this is new for you from your previous business doing doing uh, that kind of marketing with a celebrity. Right. Um, what have you learned? What's pros, cons? I mean, not to speak good, bad or otherwise about Vanilla Ice, but what have you learned from the whole relationship, what, what, what takeaway uh, can you share with us? What I've learned, like I've, you know, I've done a lot of celebrity partnerships on like my Wellnex business. We had, you know, Carmen Electra. She was a, a spokesperson for NV weight loss products. Um, I've done different deals, you know, when we've had just like, we did one with Kelly Osborne with the no sugar day. Uh, and so what the real key is, is to finding, and it's really hard to do is to find a partner who really kind of believes in the product, but also wants to be a part of its growth. And so, you know, um, Vanilla Ice, you know, to me is to, like, it sounds, it sounds weird, but we've actually become friends through this whole thing. Like we, we would, we talk about things way outside of business on the weekly basis. Uh, he's a very smart, smart guy. Um, you know, he doesn't need any of the money that's coming this way from this brand. He is so well set up. He's, he's done exceptionally well in real estate and he has, you know, the royalties from his popular songs and, you know, he could, you know, he could live for 10 lives and not need anything, but he's really, really smart. He's really, really invested in the brand. You know, he'll come and, and do videos for the retailers to say, Hey, you know, excited about target bringing us on. Uh, he does things well above and beyond. So it's really about finding a, a voice that is 
integrated into the brand and is willing to you know promote the brand not just like to the x's and o's of the contract so that's the key thing that you find i think that um a few brands have done that you know really really well in my previous uh like life with you know weight loss you know anna nicole smith uh when she was with trim spa i mean she was on larry king talking about losing weight uh with trim spa and she was on there for an hour and it was about her show, but she talked about her weight loss through Trimswa. And they honestly, the next day sold over $10 million across the country. Like the VP of, of sales ended up being my VP. So you have someone who's invested in the brand who gets other opportunities for media and they choose that opportunity to promote it. And, and that's what Vanilla Ice does. Like literally still does a hundred concerts a year for the nineties tour. Whenever he's on TV, he's, he's talking about his energy or his natural energy coming from Joyverse. So finding those unique people is really what the key is uh to getting any type of partnership i think we've well gotten past the point where if you went up to someone and just say hey i spent two million dollars to get you know as an example like britney spears and she's going to put out a, a post about it on instagram and she'll be in your marketing they're like you know that's been done a thousand times i don't care if you're a small company or big company that message is diluted and people are becoming savvy enough to know like this is just a real marketing ad. But if you get someone who legitimately drinks the product or eats the product and, it, and is part of their day-to-day life and they just promote it naturally, that's really what you're trying to find. And that's what we found here with Vanilla Ice. And we feel like we have a couple more that we are going to announce in the next couple of months that are that are really invested in it as well. Um, but also, like, you know, we brought a package. Like, the song Joy Burst that we, we did is a song that he really loved. And that song, he sings at all of his concerts. And the benefits the, the, of the product are the lyrics of the product. So feeling good, feeling great, feeling like I've been, you know, uh, had a natural high. These are all the benefits, no crashes. Like these are all the benefits of the product. And he sings it passionately. So um, we brought just a different element that he it hit his sweet spot of music. It was a song that was first kind of to create around an actual brand. And he felt proud enough, you know, uh, to sing it at all his concerts and, and put it on his new upcoming album. So, you know, those are the kind of hits that you want to to really change things. I think it makes a lot of sense because you're so, you know, the the days you think back in the day of the endorsements, right? It was just a payday for the endorsement, yeah. right? It was just just about getting that money and on to the next, right? And, and yeah. so, so a lot of what you're saying, just I, I think it hits home with people that are listening. I see Kenny commented there, Alex, as far as uh, being insightful. And we get we get we get questions or we get people coming at us now like, you know, DJ Khaled is asking us and different celebrities are asking us all the time for whether it be sponsorships or whether it be some sort of opportunities or deals. And, you know, not to by any means name drop that, but we've literally gotten a plethora. And it really comes down to at this point, it's like, look, if you want to do a partnership, let's talk about it. If you want to do a sponsorship that's not something that we're interested in. And I think those are two very, very different things. And I think that, you know, that's what's going to take to break through the clutter. Yeah. I think that the fit has to be right. I mean, at the end of the day, so, you know, I mean, we worked on getting some ambassadors, you know, athletes and, but, you know, uh, you know, I realized that, you know, athletes are good, depends on what kind of product you have, but you, you, you said it, you said to yourself, they have to encapsulate the brand and be passionate about the brand and that really comes across in social media. I mean, 
you can tell right away. I don't know about you, but like on Instagram, TikTok, oh, yeah. pe people yeah. are not people are not stupid. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely, smart generation here, you know. Yeah. And uh, they see they see something, and they know whether the person truly loves the product they're representing or not. And yeah. I come back to the story, which um, you know uh, I mentioned as many times on the show, Wade uh, Coconut Colt, right? They had. And there's this brand in the U.S. called Coconut Colt. They do the best fermented coconut yogurt pretty much fucking ever. <laughs> I went to their corporate headquarters and raided their warehouse. I mean, that's how good it is. And um, they got an a TikTok post from a girl in her 20s um, that loves probiotics and loves yogurt. And she has 1.5 million or 2.5 million followers. And um, she did a video. So simple. At a table, no production value. The coconut yogurt was sitting on the table. She opened it, opened it. She had it. She's like, this, she's like, you could see it on her face. She's like, I love this product. This yeah. is amazing. It tastes great. You could see it. Yeah. And it was her first time trying it. And she's like, guys, you've got to get this. This is delicious. My gut feels great. You could feel the emotions. And the, uh, the video got 1.5 million views, but it ended up starting a frenzy where in LA, New York, Texas, all these metro areas where coconut cult is, you know, the higher end retailers. Yeah. The, these jars are $9.99 for an eight ounce, Brad. Mm -hmm. $9.99 for an eight ounce jar. You blow through it within 10 minutes. I do. They were sold out for almost three months. Wow. In those stores. Like you, wow. it was, it was, it was so hard to find that people would buy it up just to brag on social media. I just got 10 jars. I got the last jars. So wow. anyway, it's the power of finding the right person. And uh, yeah, one yeah. of the things that like we had, well, you know, when we were doing this partnership with Vanilla Ice and we were coming together with a song, you know, I was shipping him tons of different variations of his flavors to ensure that this is the flavor that he wanted, that he like, it wasn't just like, here's your flavor and just endorse it. It's like, no, I don't like that. It's too sweet or it's not sweet enough or the flavor on the back end is not good. or the So it went through tons of radiations. And so fast forward to today, one of his biggest assets that he has is his 5.0 car the car that was in the original ice ice baby. He literally bought that back for $2.7 million. Cause it had gone through so many people's hands as being like a, you know, an expensive car based on the success of ice ice baby. And whenever he posts his 5.0 car, it gets like 10 million views on TikTok. So what are we, what is the suggestion? He says, yeah, you got to make a 5.0 joy burst. So in March, we're going to launch a vanilla ice 5.0 and the can wow. is going to look exactly like the 5.0 car. So whenever he mm. posts that on TikTok, and the car gets that type of uh, views, the product's going to get that type of views as well. That was his idea. That wasn't even mine. So talk about a guy who is extremely invested in thinking of like, how can I use even the assets outside of music that I had? But, you know, check his Instagram post. I mean, sorry, check his, his TikTok. You'll see like he, his car just has phenomenal um, following and, and we'll take advantage of that. I was going to ask you about just about media in general. Uh, so for each of your brands that you're working with right now, is, there it is. is, is yep, TikTok, that's it. Is, is TikTok the one that's hitting the most for you um, with each brand, or do you have a better following on Instagram with another brand? You know, no sugar. What? How does? How does I think. It look? 
I think that we're in a content creation world. So I think Prime is a prime example of that uh, with, you know, KSI and Logan Paul, the fact that they can get that type of reach in a hydration category, now an energy mm -hmm. category. So we're in a content creation world. So we are trying to, you know, I'm a, I'm 44, so I'm not the TikTok 24, 25. I try to dance like them and sing like them, but I'm obviously not their age. But we are trying to, like, literally today, I was at uh, TikTok's head office, and we were meeting with the executive team of TikTok to try to figure out how we can integrate, like, our singing competition that we have coming up and our upcoming songs that we're releasing, and how we can really use TikTok as that platform. And they were very receptive to a lot of the ideas that we have. So I do think to your question that TikTok will be our primary um, mode of, of uh, communication for the Joyverse brands because it fits so well with that dancing, singing, joyfulness, and the, mm -hmm. and the brand essence. Mm -hmm. And then on the no sugar side, I think, to be honest with you, I think that YouTube and its target demo, which is much more like we, we play a lot to the diabetic section because of no sugar. So we have a large diabetic following. We have a large, obviously, previous keto following. And then we have a following of like, you know, we're launching our, our like, this is our, our new meta bar, but this is going after our performance bars, like the Quest bars, like the One bars. So it will compete with that. And so I think that, you know, the no sugar brand is going to be much more YouTube content creation and uh different ways and when i say that like we're putting up music videos i have a song called sugar toxic it's launching on march the third we're doing this really cool video showing people who eat sugar and people who don't eat sugar and obviously there's a solution there which you know is a no sugar product so that will be put up on youtube and then that will be create an ecosystem so i think that the brands have two different ways that they're going to be marketed but content creation, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you know, that's where marketing lies. And it's because it also comes across more authentic. You see an ad on TV for 30 seconds or you see an ad like people know it's an ad. So you you, you can go to like, you know, uh, media companies and you'll be like, hey, like this is the viewership of the TV show or something like that. That doesn't mean that they're watching the ad. <laughs> and then if they're watching the ad. Like how many people, those people don't even, are not even interested in, in, in a bar. They're just watching the ad because they're the right age, but they have no interest in their health or something along those lines. So you can get really targeted on digital uh, and you can create your own accounts, like your own personal accounts or your own brand accounts where you're essentially getting free advertising. Like if you build up a, uh, like most of Prime's following and it's advertising is, is free. Because they built up that content creation on YouTube, they built it up on 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 TikTok, they built it up in in their podcasts. You know, every time that he's doing his podcasts, which you know Alex should be doing the same thing, is you know he's he's drinking a prime, and every guest that comes on is going to be drinking a Joyburst. So those are just really, I, I just see that's where the world's going to in terms of from a marketing perspective. You know, Wade, we also talked about yeah, it's it's amazing because we also talked about just naming of your brand. And I'm going to the no sugar company where, um, you know, we had a guest on, um, this it's been a long week. Uh, he has the, he has IQ bar, Will Nitza, Will Nitza. Yeah. He's a and cool dude. Morning thoughts, morning totally. shower thoughts, shower thoughts. Yeah. Shower cool. thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm surprised he has time to take a shower with how busy he is. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, he basically, yeah, he said that naming the, 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 the product or the brand is so vital that it's timeless, no matter how long the brand is around, 
22 years, 15 years, 10 years, four years, just like, you know, no sugar. Um, it's got to be timeless. So there's a lot of, I would call them fads because eventually fads go away. There's keto, yeah. there's Atkins, there's paleo. They kind of stick around. Brands are still in the set, but let's just say that not all customers are going to be thinking about it 10 years from now, right? You chose the name No Sugar, which is a not a fad. It's just, it's never going to go away. So mm. I'm surprised that you got the name. Like I was no shocked one... that I got the name. <laughs> yeah. I thought of this, like I, I, talking about Will, I had this as a shower thought myself. I'm like, I think No Sugar Company would be cool. I'm like, there's no way like Kraft doesn't have that. Right. And then I was like, talk to my legal team the next day. And they're like, no, it's yours. And I was like, man, I Crazy. think I just, I think I just bought myself a million dollars just on the name. Like yeah. this name, <laughs> like you can't ever, t like you can't, what, what if someone wants to compete with it, what are they going to be called? Like no, no sugar. Like th that's it. It's, it's as final as it gets. So we really, but you know, on that topic though, it does like the innovation that has to come from that to be considered no sugar and still taste like products with sugar without it puts it in a very tight, 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 really, product. really hard, really, really hard. hard because natural sugar is something that we also can't have beyond the amounts to make it no sugar. And then when you go into certain countries where the serving size is dictated how it has to be like in the gummy space for confectionery, you have to be 50 grams. So the bigger the bar is, the bigger the gummy bag, bag is, the harder it is that that, that gram of sugar shows up. Um, so it, it is so, so challenging. Like the no sugar companies is, you know, it's been an amazing experience as well. But, you know, there's so many different categories from cereal to ice cream to, you know, to jam sauces, barbecue sauces to bars and cups. Like there's just so many areas that we we are in and will be in this upcoming year that it's a really fun challenge as well. And I just, you know, uh, there, and there's, you know, in the US, you guys use a lot of allulose in, in Canada. There's a lot of erythritol. Those are both two natural ingredients that I love. We use both of them. Uh, but yeah, the industry is expanding and I, and I see there's going to be more players than just erythritol and the allulose coming in the next couple of years. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm just going to reset the room real quick. This is episode 53 of Friday Vibes with special guest Brad Woodgate of, like we're talking, the million dollar name, billion dollar name at some point, <laughs> I'm sure, the No Sugar Company, and also he's the chief energy officer of Joy Burst. I'm going to read through a couple more comments and we uh, I know you have to go in about eight minutes and 20 seconds here. So and you're, you're, you're that exact punctual, punctual kind of guy. So I want to make sure I get you out on time. I'm sure you have a meeting vanilla ice or maybe a CEO <laughs> or a beer with your friends or your family. No, I have, I have, I have more important than all those. I got my two daughters nine yep. and eight and they're looking to go to the skate park. So I got to get home for that. Right on. That is, that is beautiful. I love that. <laughs> so, um, it really says that no matter how busy you are, the companies you're running, success it's all secondary to family i mean that is just paramount sure. paramount yeah paramount. and yeah. i'm glad you said that so uh, a couple more comments here uh not that you know it's again people are just mesmerized they're just watching you listening michael bendos authenticity is gold try to fake it and it's very obvious okay and then uh kenny hausman it's all about being genuine there's enough superficial interactions out there we need more authenticity. Um, I did want to bring up one more topic, but we're only only have a few minutes on this. We also talked about this. Um, a lot of respect for brands that are on LinkedIn. There's a lot of um, sharing victories, right? You know, I did this, I did this, I'm in here. 
we talked about maybe on LinkedIn that a lot of, that there are brands that are just really pumping it up on LinkedIn, right? And it seems like you're the kind of guy that's in the trenches, right? You're in the trenches, you're working every day. And then for something really big, you'll announce it. What are your thoughts on just how brands are really pumping themselves up? They're really wanting to optically look better by announcing on LinkedIn. Do you think has it gone too far? Should they be scaling back a little bit? I mean, what's your thought on just what's going on on LinkedIn with Victor? I think I think uh, there's a lot of brands out there that spend way too much time on LinkedIn and not enough time in the boardroom doing what they need to do. So when I was you know starting my business, I spent no time on LinkedIn because it wasn't around. And so just the amount of hours it takes to be good at that, uh, mm -hmm. just in itself, is a time sucker that's not necessarily needed um for trying to get a business off the ground like it's hard enough just to do that so that's first and foremost secondly i think that when you make these outlandish claims of where you're going to be in five ten years you're going to be the midday squares that thinks they're going to be like the next apple of the chocolate factory you know you're putting a target on your back that's unnecessarily pressure that you don't that you just don't need and you're giving off an impression that you know, um, the bar that you're raising of where you are to where you're going to go is not going to be looked at successfully because you've raised it so high in such a short time frame. Not only on the fact that you're doing all this, you know, and you're doing all this on borrowed money. Um, borrowed money is something that is tricky because if sales start to decline, people want their money out and you're faced with a situation where you look like, you know, on LinkedIn or your profile is like you had this crash and burn. Um, I've seen it happen too many times. So my advice to people on this space is it's a great format. It's a great place to get connected. It's a great place to celebrate realistic wins. It's an opportunity to be, you know, vulnerable and share your story, but just like the outlandish claims, uh, it just, it's, I don't think it's good for their own brands. Uh, and I don't think it's good to, for people who are watching it thinking like, am I doing something wrong? Is this, mm -hmm. is this realistic? Like, no business, including my own, is as good as LinkedIn portrays uh, or any social media portrays. It's it's every day. It's like it's tough. It, like You guys know this. It is really, really challenging out there. And there's fires and problem solving every day. So, you know, I think that LinkedIn should be used for what it's for. And uh, it's, you know, you don't get any medals in the Olympics <laughs> for just proclaiming that you're going to win the Olympics. You got to actually do the race. Uh, and I think that people need to kind of take a step back with that. Yep. hundred percent agree. All right. So next segment is Friday freebies. Friday freebies. I'm going to skip the stuff we love this week, Wade, just because yeah. of time, unless yep. you had something real quick to say. No, I'd save it for next week. Okay. Got it. Rising tide. That's it. Okay. There you go. Okay, so uh, the sponsor, well, number one, we got to talk about our permanent sponsor. I'll do that, Wade, and you can go into our sponsor for this week. Yep. Uh, potential sponsor, parentheses with the S, sponsors, maybe. We'll see what Brad says. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, we're good. We're all in. Sweet. Let's do it. So two sponsors this week. We got uh, Joy Burst and also Guru Energy with Dima Moraru. So, but first, V-Driven who is our long-term sponsor, um, Luke Abbott. He's the CEO. A little bit about V-Driven. They're a CPG partner for emerging purpose-driven brands. They fuel innovation and growth by providing strategies and support in every phase of the retail journey. So they do trade, they do trade spend deduction uh, management. So they fight trade spend, which 
we know Brad is a pain in the ass in this business. Um, it's overwhelming how many deductions there are. They also do sales or master sales organization, typically more so in the US. I'm not sure if they made it to Canada yet, but I, maybe they're representing some Canadian brands. I'm not sure. Are they, Wade, representing Canadian brands? Um, oh. I, you know, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm sure. Because Canadian brands are coming into the U.S. as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, they're just a great master sales organization. They have relationships with different brokers, different buyers, and uh, runs very deep. Luke Abbott, the CEO, ran a distribution company that sold to Kahi. So he sold it. I think they drove it up to over $200 million in sales. When he took over, they were far less than that. Then he sold it to one of the largest natural distributors in the country. So make sure to reach out to them. You can go to vdriven.com. That's V as in Victor. Driven. Velocity driven. Not Victor. Velocity. Velocity driven. vdriven.com. Or you can reach out to Luke Abbott. Luke, L-U-K-E dot Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T at vdriven.com. Make sure to reach out. All right. So you know what I'm thinking? Maybe, uh, and, and obviously it's up to Brad, but maybe he wants to do the no sugar uh, for, or, and then we're doing guru or we can do well, whatever. I mean, why don't we do, yeah, you know what? I, I these are our new meta bars. Why don't we put go. that in a prize pack with guru? You know what? I, I honestly love guru. They should, they, they've been doing this for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. They've been trying to bring the better for you category to Canada and to the U S I, I would be more than happy for them to get the energy drink share. So let's keep the comp that the, the prize to them. They're the sponsor. They're an amazing company. You know, we'll put it, we'll give out some of our new meta bars. Uh, but yeah, no, I wish them nothing but the best. And and I think they have a great team. Great. So do we want to do that first? Uh, so we can keep uh, Brad on time. Sure. Yeah, let's do the prize for the uh, meta bars uh, with the no sugar company. I'm assuming it'll be a, a case, a case of either a variety pack or something like that. Yeah, these are our new uh, chocolate caramel peanut flavors. So mm. um, they're 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 going to set the world on fire. I'm I'm pretty confident. I you know I think that there's six layers technology. The you know the caramel's gooey, and yeah, we'll ship some whoever you would like um, a case of these new things when they when they go live in early Feb. Cool. Sounds good. And there's Dima saying, thank you, Brad, for uh, he's retaining the energy sponsor category here oh, on the cool. show. All right. So uh, question. This is also problematic because I was not writing down any notes. Wade or Brad, <laughs> is there is there a question, something that we said, but it has to be difficult and cryptic? I, it was said I've once. got one. I've got one. Someone yeah, else go ahead. So, so Brad mentioned a celebrity that did some work with him on No Sugar. And I'm going to, because we're in the interest of time, it was a female. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. And Brad knows who it is, obviously, right? <laughs> he, mentioned it, he mentioned it during the show when we yep. were talking about celebrities. We were talking about Vanilla Ice and so on and so forth. He mentioned someone that did some work with him uh, on No Sugar. Who was that? It takes a while. There's a little bit of a delay here uh, you... while we wait. What's up? You're not asking me, right? You're no, asking, no, no, you're no. Asking we're asking me. the audience. We're asking oh, okay. the audience. Okay. Um, yeah. And yep. it just takes a minute for him to chime in. And I'm going to... Kenny got it, right? No. No. No? Okay. No. I got that one wrong. I would I would have no. guessed wrong. No. You said to make it hard, right? Yeah. I'm not winning. I'm not winning uh, the meta bars. That's for sure. <laughs> Think... 
think reality show thinks her her dad's a singer very famous she just had a baby i mean i there one person comes to mind but i don't remember you mentioning her, her. oh yeah yeah her, her her mom is on a was on a talk show was that oh show? okay i i okay i got it now i'm just trying it. to move it along because i know he's i got it him. yeah all right someone's gonna get this you win some you lose some that's kenny hausman how about another clue? Uh, so <laughs> her, her, her father is a... Uh, her father's a, a famous musician. Her mother was on The View. Uh, and uh, Black metal. Has... It's black metal. That's a huge clue. The father. Yeah. Lots of tattoos. Well, why don't we do this? Oh, you, boom, you... There it is. There it is. I was I was about to go to the uh, to the bat head being bit off. Right, by, yeah. by there, we there we go. There we go. Looks like Julie got it. Julie got cool. it. Okay, right. so we, we will let Brad go so we can do the other one. I know he's crunched. Yep. So, awesome. uh, yeah, thank you for being on. If someone wants to buy your products, websites? Uh, TheNoSugarCompany.com and MyJoyBurst.com. Cool. And listen to Rolling in My 5.0. By Rolling in My 5.0. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for your guys' right. time. Thanks for having me on, and uh, Thanks, have a Brad. great weekend. You me too, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Right, see ya. All right, so let's go to our next question. Okay, right, so you, our, do you have a question? Yeah. So next question. Um, well, I want to talk about I, the price first because I, I didn't want to rush this. Yes. Uh, and and I'm you know I mean we this is we got to talk deal. about the prize for this sure. This is a big deal. Yeah. Go ahead. And, yeah. So Guru is the world's first natural energy drink, organic, one hundred percent crap free choice that delivers good taste and good energy. To recharge your mind and your body, Guru is made with a short list of plant-based active ingredients instead of a long list of chemicals. That's what makes Guru your trusted source of good energy, and energy shouldn't come at the expense of health. So uh, Dima Mararu is, is in the chat right now. This is, I mean, this is crazy. I, you know, we talk about this. I feel like we're, we're raising, excuse me, the bar to another levels here because uh -huh. he's doing a case of each Guru flavor. So you're going to get the, uh, the newest flavor, which is the Tropical Punch. Uh, original, light, matcha, and the yerba mate. And then if that wasn't enough, which it is, if that wasn't enough, you're going to get this Osprey backpack, which he sent me one, Alex. And I think, did you get one? I, did, I got two. This thing is insane. <laughs> this thing it's is awesome. insane. This, the backpack, honestly, I'm not even going to try and put a dollar amount on it. It's, it's, it's well over hundred. It might be over $200. Um, it's a, it's a legit hiking backpack, um, you know, that you can take for overnight thing this is it's the real deal if, if you don't know what an osprey backpack is google it and you'll find out it's it's crazy so dima thank you for your generosity and thank you for sponsoring the show Guru. thank you so much yeah this is huge so alex what do you got all right so uh this is going to be um something that actually that brad spoke about and he can't spill the beans on it because he's not here right now uh he left early so um he was mentioning a product. Now you won't find it on LinkedIn. You can try. It has the name of his company. What was the name of the product that he created 22 years ago? I'm not going to give any other clues because the prize is so freaking big that you can't get a clue. You just have to work really hard to guess this. It is big. Do you, do you know the answer? Uh, 
He said it, he said it once so quick. It was like lightning fast. Yeah. So what is it? Um, I'll give, I'll give maybe one clue. It is something that had to do, had to do with, uh, something for your body to help you. Yes. It's, it's weight loss. (laughs) Kenny just boom. So it's a weight loss supplement, but it was called something. And it's a similar name to the big one. There's a big one that everyone knows. It's been around for many years. It's a competitor to that one. What is it called? Hmm. Maybe he came first. I don't know. All right. Let's see. Is there a delay or does people just not know the answer? You might have stumped. I think uh, we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to open up here the, the live show here. Let's see who is commenting. Well, let's go through a comment here. What Dima said, I really love this podcast and the community and hope Guru contributes and shares the good energy and all these nice people, this nice podcast community. Thank you, Dima. And I love that you're one of the originals, if not the original organic, the original organic energy drink. Exactly. And their packaging's fucking brilliant to me. It is. The, the silver yeah. and, you know, it's it's so like timeless. Right? I had one right before the show, as a matter of fact. That explains it, man. Yep. I mean, you're just even more peppy than usual, man. That's like, right. All right. So uh, no one is answering. Okay. It's a competitor to Slim Fast. And it's a very similar name. It's even, it's so similar that it's another, it's a synonym for fast. <laughs> I mean, that should narrow it down only like you could Google a synonym for fast and you'll, you'll find out. There we go. Julie Elder. Okay. She wins. She's won both. She did win both. Then she's a back-to-back, back-to-backer. Yep. She's gonna. She's gonna be set. She's gonna be able to go backpacking, hiking with energy drinks and and bars. I mean, she's gonna be one hundred percent set. Yep. Yeah, there it is. It, it it is slim quick. I'm just making sure I googled it. All right. So uh, make sure to email Friday Vibes one hundred at gmail.com. And we will, and it's 100, the number 100. Don't want to have you spelled out too many words. And we will connect you with the uh, sponsors, Brad Woodgate, with the No Sugar Company, the Meta Bars, and also Guru uh, Energy with uh, Dima Mararu. Wow, lack of sleep makes everything just a little slower right now. All right, so that is the show. Um, Wade, what are you doing this weekend on this fine January weekend? I think we're going to continue our... Uh, passive uh, quest uh, as we look for houses. I think that's probably probably what we're going to do. We'll see if we get into anything else. Uh, and hopefully rooting on the uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl on Sunday. Cool, that's and, right. It's, and it's, watching mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble tomorrow. Wow, that's right. Yeah. So I remember... Weekend. Yeah. So I have a funny story about... That's a really great week. You got, you got houses. You got Royal Rumble. You got a lot of good things going on. Right on. So um, I remember back in the day when watching, we're going to get into our, our WWF thing because this is yep. old school. I remember my friend got a black box from the from the black market to watch all the pay-per-view events. Right. <clears throat> so whenever Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, you know, the cage, you know, the cage ones, all those yep. different ones, you know, the uh, tag team championships, all these different pay-per-view shows for wwf 
we would all crowd into this small 300 square foot room um, to watch literally on the black box. And that's how we watched WrestleMania and all those other ones. Now I think it's just, you still pay for it, right? It's just on cable. Uh, well, actually, uh, so the w, so they went from the pay-per-view model to they did their own streaming network. And then they license, they got rid of the streaming network and license, sold the licensing rights to everything to Peacock. Oh, so wow. Now, so if you subscribe to Peacock now, you get all that content, including the pay-per-view. So it's like, you know, whatever Peacock's five, I think the low end is like five bucks a month, four ninety nine. So what they used to sell to your point, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, those things were like 30, 40 bucks a month. If you did the pay-per-view, you get, you get all that and all the old content. So you can watch every Royal Rumble going back to 19. I think the first one was like 89 or 88. Mm. You can watch every one five bucks a month and get the new stuff too. So it's pretty crazy. So, yeah. And uh Peacock, I remember I bought it for the, um, for the uh, for the open, not the U.S. Open, but the golf open right. at St. Andrews. You know, the big Lynx course. It's one of the yep. original golf courses in Scotland for one of the first big golf courses in the world. And I remember I watched it at um, I think at like two in the morning when it came on, like the first tee time was 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. And the U.K. is like seven, eight hours ahead. So, yeah, Peacock, I have a high regard for them. They have a lot of good sports uh shows that you can pay five bucks a month for yes yeah, so um, you can you can actually watch uh the royal rumble also yeah i think i'm going to i mean That's and it. if i miss if i miss it i can just watch it it's on there right once it airs right so i was just going to give a quick plug on it. we gotta we gotta get running here but i was going to give a quick plug because next week uh our guest is uh someone we've been talking about and that's luke abbott Yep. We'll be on here next week. And then the sponsor is Missy J's courtesy of Ginny Gregory with Azure. So uh, I was going to say, do you have one there, Alex? Yep. Just got one in the mail two days ago. Yep. So uh, yeah, we got a great sponsor next week and a great guest and, you know, just tipping, tipping uh, the hat back a little bit. We've talked about guests coming up. We've got, we've talked about uh, my friend and, and, someone I used to work with, Steve Black. Uh, we've got Dylan uh, Seglio with Chubby Snacks. We've got David Greenfield. We've got Daniel Sharp with Machu Picchu and uh, Startup CPG. And Alex, am I reading this right? Do we, is this who we have on, is this a done deal on the 24th? Uh, the 24th. You mean, you mean the Daniel? 17th, the 17th. 17th. This is, this is new to me. Um, this well, one actually was added. You know what? Well, I met, so I met with Jason and Billy, uh, the buyers for Jimbo's that Wade right. used to work with. And uh, they basically assumed, you know, the the, the buying position after Wade left. And um, at the very end of our meeting, um, I drove down to San Diego today to meet with them. At the very end of the meeting, uh, Jay, you know, uh, Jason's like, hey, wait a minute. We've got to get Jimbo on your show. I'm like, oh, man, just email Friday Vibes 100 at Gmail and we'll, we'll, we'll get him on like it's approved. Right. And I come home, you know, six, seven hours later, mysteriously, he's on the spreadsheet. I didn't, so you, I didn't, I didn't know what that, that is though. No, that's our, that's key. Vibe men, our vibe men, hard yep. at work. So yeah, Jimbo, evidently I'm, I'm going to wait. We got to confirm this because uh, our vibe men <laughs> is just a week into the job. Yeah. But, uh, apparently the one and only Jimbo will be a guest uh, on the 17th. So uh, yeah, we've got a stellar lineup coming up. Uh, should be fun. 
Yeah, we got. Uh, so uh, when is Jimbo on the show? It's going to be February 17th. So that February is 17th. so that's in three, one, two, three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. We have Daniel Scharf. I know you got to go Daniel Scharf, Machu Picchu Energy. Uh, we have David Greenfeld, Dream Pops. We have Dylan Ceglio, Chubby Snacks, Steve Black, as you mentioned. One more thing I want to mention, too, um, not to one up anyone here, but this is totally random. We go to finance hours sometimes on the show. Lucid, the stock Lucid, they went up today. Um, it's an electric car company that's eventually wanting to compete with Tesla. They raise billions of dollars. They have showrooms. They're starting to grow. They're still very, very, very young, like they're where Tesla was in 2012. Their stock weighed went up 97% today. Wow. And then it was at 97. And then they it was going up so much that they froze the trading on Lucid. But is it their entry point like 75, 80 grand, their entry level car? The the first entry level car was over a hundred. It was their Lucid Air. Right. But now I now think they have the Air Pure, yes. which is like eighty thousand. They missed their goals last yes. year because of supply chain. So their stock right. went from at the high 44 down to like seven. Um, so it's so low, but then Tesla's been going up so much that they're carrying not only the market, they're carrying the electric car companies up too. And so, um, lucid, I don't know. I'm not saying buy it or sell it. Don't listen to me. I don't know shit about it. I just look at it. And if I think it's going to go up, I buy it. But lucid is something to at least, um, look at it. It, it went up for the day, I think 39% or 38%, That's which awesome. is not, which is not bad for a day. Um, right. I wish, I wish life always worked like that. Right. It just goes up 30% in a day. Right. Um, all right. So Wade, love you, buddy. Love Have you, a buddy. Wonderful night. Enjoy the weekend with Renee. Um, tune back next week. I never said that before. Tune back. Episode 54. It's going to be on next week. Same time, same place. Uh, that is going to be right here on LinkedIn Live. Make sure to do Apple Podcasts, five stars. And uh, we're going to have Luke Abbott on next week from V Driven. So take care, everyone. Oh.